Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Mackenzie Watson, also here with Brittany McDonald, and we will be talking about the 74th NYSCA, the New York State Communications Association um, annual conference that will take place from October 14th through 16th this weekend in Calicoon, New York. Um, this year, the overall theme of the convention is imagination. And on the nyscanet.org website, it states in the first sentence, that imagination exists in the space between perception and understanding. It is a source of empathy as we are reminded to put ourselves in someone else's shoes. Um, I think that as journalists and communicators, having imagination is important when writing stories and really understanding where people are coming from and understanding uh, their perception. So sometimes um, uh, we really get this experience while talking um, to people and taking this workshop and writing for TAP. It, it, um, goes on to say that imagining ourselves as members of communities that stretch beyond our local surroundings and we lose ourselves in the fictional adventures of dramatic characters living in extraordinary times. So it's an overall great theme for this year's um, conference. So um, I know that uh, Brittany wanted to ask Dr. Lee, who's here with us, some questions. Yeah, good morning, guys. Um, there are a number of panels that outline various topics concerning issues pertaining to the fields in communication. And um, Dr. Lee and Professor Lee will be participating in a panel titled Observing, Investigating, and Assessing, along with students Andrea Fernandez, a current TAP reporter, and Hannah Gordon, a TAP alum. And they will talk about Greater Olean tap into Greater Olean in a presentation called Students Assess Their Journalistic Skills. And now, Dr. Lee, I had a few questions for you. Um, sure. How many years have you been attending this conference? Um, I've been attending this one, um, you know, with my, you know, Ann and I have been going to them since 2009. Um, I started out when I was a doctoral student at Rutgers, and one of my fellow classmates put together a panel and asked me to be on it, and we knew nothing about the New York State Communications Association, we really enjoyed the conference, and we went back the following year, and we've been there pretty much every year. Once or twice we've had to miss because we had a, a family commitment. I think there was a wedding or other things that kept us away, but since um, 2009, we've been pretty much regular attendees. We find it, it's, um, you know, it's a very interesting com you know, conference, lots of good opportunities right. to share ideas and bounce ideas off of people. Definitely. Um, so it sounds like it's worthwhile going and um, what is the main point do you stress during your presentation about TAP other than mentioning like what TAP into Greater Olean is? Um, what we help to do is to, I mean, it's an academic conference and, you know, many of the presenters, in fact, most of them um, present some sort of study. So we, we have a very early stages, we're in the very early stages of looking at, you know, how TAP benefits students and, you know, what skills right. th they emerge from it with. So uh, we did kind of a before and after snapshot. We asked students this semester before they started the class to tell us what skills they felt, com what journalistic skills they felt they comfortable with and which ones they felt they needed some more training. And then we asked the same question to students who have taken and completed the course over the last two semesters. So we're going to be looking at the results of those questions. Oh, that's interesting. Um, well, what do you hope to gain 
from listening to other panel presentations beside Insight? Um, I usually come back with some teaching and research ideas. Um, okay. It's interesting to see what, you know, it's a communication conference, so it's, you know, most of the people are journalism or communication professors. So um, you get some ideas for things you can do, you know, in your classes, inside the classroom. You know, we're all interested in researching, you know, what's happening in the media industry. Um, it's interesting to see what other people are looking at. And, you know, sometimes you'll find someone who, you know, is looking at the same sort of things, maybe from a different angle that, than you are. So it's, um, it's you know, it's, it's worthwhile uh, on both levels. There's usually, you know, sometimes you have a tough time picking and choosing between which panels to go to because they do run concurrently. Right. Well, it sounds like you can get some stuff for the website and also for students and in the classroom, which is beneficial. Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, and looking forward to that. So. Um, and that lastly, I noticed that there is a presentation on advertisements this year. Um, in the future, would you maybe see something as advertisements that um, for tap into greater Olean, like what's like to start adding? Yeah, that's definitely something that's like in our, in our plans. You know, hopefully not in the long range plans. We'd like to, you know, start it sooner as opposed to later. Um, the tap franchise that we have is set up um, so it can accept advertising. In fact, um, just about all of the other franchisees take you know buy tap franchises so they can make some money and some of them are doing quite well we the St. Bonaventure bought the franchise as a tool for journalism students and it's working well you know for those purposes but there's really no reason especially since now it's up and running you know we have a lot of good content there that we can't um, start you know selling advertising for the site and and produce some revenue Um, so um, as I said yeah hopefully that will happen soon yeah Cool. Well, I know that Mackenzie wanted to speak with Andrea and also yourself, so I'm going to turn it over to her to ask some questions. Okay. Thanks, Brittany. Yep. Hi, Dr. Lee and Andrea. Hi there. Hi. Um, so I, I'll first ask Andrea, who is attending the conference as a current uh, TAP student. So. Um, How did you answer the question posed in the presentation? If you started a reporting job today, what would you be able to do, and what skill or skills would your editor need to spend time teaching you? Hi, Mackenzie. Um, If I started a reporting job today, I think I'd be able to comfortably conduct an interview both over the phone and in person. Um, Being a journalism and mass communication major for the past three years, I've become very familiar with reaching out to strangers strangers, which is something I was very uncomfortable with at first. Um, and yeah. to answer the second to answer the second part of your question, I think my editor would need to spend time with me going over the appropriate reporting style. Um, I definitely want to make sure that my writing and reporting fits the expectations of the company that I'm reporting for. Yeah, definitely. I can agree with you on all of those things. So thank you for your input. Um, Dr. Yep. Lee, uh, what what are the pros you found with students getting this um, hands-on experience? I guess just talk about a little bit of um, what we learned throughout the class. Sure. I mean, yeah, the, one of the ways, reasons the course was designed the way it was was to give students real-world experience. And I would often use the example so that if you write a story and there's a mistake in it or there's something 
you know, not quite right. It's not just your professor telling you that. It may be the mayor or some town official. Um, just by the same token, if you do something good, you would get the positive feedback from someone outside the classroom. It's, you know, there's a lot you can do inside the classroom with assignments, but I think when you're out there in the field, you know, basically doing what professional journalists are, are doing, um, there's real benefits to that. And it also, over the last maybe 10, 15 years, there's been a lot of cutbacks in the news industry where reporters are spread thin, news organizations can't cover as many things as they did. So there's, we're kind of filling a gap. We're, we're covering some stories that might not get covered otherwise. So um, from you know, those purposes, um, I think the course works well. From feedback we've gotten from students, especially students who've taken the course and, you know, gone on and are now working in the field, you know, said it's been beneficial to them. And they also said it was very beneficial when they went for interviews, when people saw that they didn't just have a bunch of clips from campus media. Um, not to denigrate campus media, I think it's a great experience, but when a future employer sees you know, that someone has you know, gone out and covered um, a council meeting or a local controversy or breaking news, you know, that, you know, that tends to impress um, employers. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. And definitely the last part, even now I'm in the midst of looking through internships and trying to decide what I want to do over breaks and stuff. And most of the internships they ask what experience you have. And this is just an awesome, you know, totally hands-on, true uh, reporting experience. So um, I think it's great. Um, and I also, I know that you mentioned on outlining comparisons of different but mostly larger universities that seem to be doing the same or similar local news reporting by students. Do you plan to uh, talk about that at the conference at all? Yeah, we're going to talk about that um, probably as part of our presentation. That's something that, as you know, you know, students in the current semester's class, we asked everyone to do some research and see you know, what other universities are doing things similar to what we're doing, you know, with, with our class. And, you know, we're not, we're unique in that we're the only university, St. Bonaventure is the only university um, in the nation to have a TAP franchise. But um, the idea of, you know, having students go out and cover real news is, is really taking hold across the country. It's kind of um, what's referred to as the teaching hospital model. If you go to a hospital, there's residents there who are not yet, you know, doctors, but they're working with physicians and they're, ta they're taking care of real patients. So, um, you know, a lot of schools are trying to do the same things for, for the same reasons that I mentioned earlier. It gives their students the experience and, you know, the, the industry has been hit by cutbacks all over. So, you know, just about any place in the country, there, there's gaps in the media landscape. So there's really, you know, a need to fill in those gaps. So it, it benefits, benefits the students, benefits the people who live in those communities. And, and, you know, it ultimately, it benefits news organizations as well, because, you know, we're producing, you know, students who can come out of school and step right into a reporting, into reporting jobs. Yeah, I'm surprised even when we were looking through it. We, I mean, we found some schools, but you would think there'd be more that are doing stuff like this because it is just such a great experience. Um, so what are some of the cons to having a new site run by students? And in the future, how does TAP plan on approaching these dilemmas? I guess some of the obstacles uh, you've been through, have you gotten through them? Um, I would say like some of the cons are um, it's an awful amount of work. You know, Anne and I, and we enjoy this type of work. This is kind of what we've done all of our professional careers. Um, but, you know, we're managing each semester, you know, approximately 15 students each class. You know, stories come in, and a lot of them, 
have to be turned around quickly, otherwise they're outdated. And so, you know, stories will come in at night and, you know, we can't wait till the next day to look at, at them. Um, so, you know, that makes it, it challenging. Um, and you also, you know, we have great students, you know, students have had great training before they come to the class, but they're still not yet professional. So that, um, you know, stories, mm -hmm. you know, need some, some editing and some revising, you know, before they go in. Um, and, you know, just thinking about what we do and what some of these other schools do, um, a lot of the schools that have been successful with projects like this are large universities located in major cities or near cities. So, you know, there's a lot of news, you know, that they can go out and, and cover. And, you know, we're in rural western New York, and, and we found news, but um, we don't have, you know, you know, big cities that are churning out a lot of news on a regular basis. So we really need to dig a bit more for stories. You know, we found some really interesting stories, but um, they're not all there, you know, right in front of our faces. Yes, definitely. You have to go out and find them yourself, but they are there. So yeah. um, I definitely I, I applaud both you and uh, Professor Lee for just being so dedicated and really taking the time to teach us and help us learn, edit our stories, and everything like that. So it's been great. Well, thank you. I, you know, um, appreciate it. I mean, it's it's very satisfying to the two of us when we see, you know, students, you know, turn a story around, you know, really improve it, and, and then especially students, and hopefully you'll be one of them, comes back afterwards and, and talks about how valuable the experience was when they're out in the real world and have a job. So. Yeah. Okay, well, that concludes the questions that I have. I don't know if Brittany has anything else that she wants to add. Um, I think that I covered everything earlier on. Okay. Um, can, I okay. ask Andrea, can I ask Andrea a question that she doesn't know I'm going to ask? Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah uh, Mackenzie and, and Brittany both ask, you know, why I go to the conferences. You know, we always, Anna and I, when we go to these conferences, and if they tie in with a class, we always ask students who's interested in going. And I'm kind of curious, Andrea, you know, you know, why did you want to go to the conference? And, you know, what are you looking forward to? Like, what do you expect to get out of it? Well, first of all, I've never been to an academic conference before. So when I first heard of the opportunity in class, I was like, I was just you know, there's something different, um, so why not give it a try? And while I'm there, I mean, I hope to learn a lot from different people. I hope to meet a lot of new people, like, you know, just learn different things, maybe contribute to other learnings. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to this full experience overall. Okay, great. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you and also Hannah Gordon, who took the course last semester. So. Uh, I'll turn Thank it back you. to you, Mackenzie. Didn't mean to intrude on your podcast there. So. <laughs> no, no. Um, okay, well, I think that concludes our podcast for today. Thank you, uh, Dr. Lee yeah, and Andrea, for joining us. Thank you. All right.